1: Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm gonna go do it. If it's some money on the line, I'm gonna go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell gonna freeze. Not a game. Not a not not the game that I go out there and, and die for.
0: Welcome to the points in the paint podcast stadium's uh, nba podcast number one nba podcast number one nba podcast <laughs> you can get podcasts wherever podcasts are found you can find us on youtube now on the stadium youtube page as well. got all of our uh, full shows on the stadium page because we are uh doing on video now yes our beautiful faces on video i'm ben wittenstein i am
1: zach badger House always in the house.
0: Hopefully, uh, people <laughs> have been following the uh, previews that we've been doing, the team previews. Yes, uh, we talked to Ava Wallace about the uh, Washington Wizards.
1: Yeah, that was pretty fun, pretty exciting for uh, me to get opportunity to talk with her while my man's was out on the road making it happen in Detroit. Yeah, got some good Detroit pizza. From buddies, how'd you like that? It was good. All
0: right, solid. I wanted to dislike it. (laughs) I'm glad you did. My Chicago, I know. My Chicago bones were like, I'm gonna hate this pizza. I'm ready to hate it, and it was it was so damn good. Mm -hmm. It was so damn good.
1: Yeah, I've been to buddies like once, so it's. Shout out the buddies in Detroit. Good yeah. pizza, solid pizza. I
0: don't know what they do to it, but man, it was we walked there and I was just like, oh, this pizza looks so good and it was fluffy and they yeah, put a lot of definitely, stuff on yeah, it. Yeah. It's good. Detroit's nice. It's a yeah, good city. It's solid. It's Saw solid. the people mover, went to Little Caesars uh Palace. Hey. Little Caesar Arena. Little Caesars Arena. Look, you still got that uh the Palace. Yeah Palace Palace. No, they probably should. They probably should. The I like Palace that. Palace of Little Caesars. But mm-hmm. no, it was good. Detroit's fun. It's a good city. Pro Detroit pro detroit pro detroit yeah it was fun i'd go back the flight ask, was quick too don't
1: oh, i told you you go up you go up and down and you go come down yeah. you're right there can't even sleep don't even get snacks no, or drinks. No. No. it's you great go up, you go down it's like 30 minutes yeah it was, it was <laughs> listen all flights should be exactly 50
0: minutes long that's it every flight in the world should be 50 minutes it's be perfect you up you're down you're in a new city immediately it's great yep. i love it it's perfect uh let's talk nba though it's been a while yeah uh we got one big thing and uh oh boy there's been a lot of stuff going on
1: it's been a crazy crazy week already in the association and it's only like Tuesday, as of recording with this podcast, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, only
0: Tuesday, November first. Season's really not even like gotten underway fully. It's, yeah, you know, it's early Only been, like those two weeks
1: to give to, like, say the least, right?
0: Kawhi's been hurt and not hurt. Man, that man needs to figure out his knee issues. That's been annoying.
1: I don't want to really understand that either, being because it's like with the Clippers. They're projected to be a very good team this year, like very good. Like they're projected, to, I got them projected to have the best record in the NBA of all the teams. Sixty and twenty-two is where I think I had them at for like the best overall regular season record. Yeah, they have gotten off to a rocky start. PG thirteen, Paul George, he has talked about it. He blames himself. Yep, I don't think he needs to blame himself. No, I think he needs to look at number two. Who had a whole year off of a torn ACL injury and needs to get back into play. Sitting him, I think, only hurts. The whole injury management Being, I yeah. think that only hurts the Clippers situation.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, at this point, if you can't play that many games, why are you in the NBA at this point? Like I, I understand. Well, I, don't know if I, go that I understand load management, but the man just like he's gonna play like ten games or shit. <laughs>
1: That's what it I looks like. I don't understand. Yeah, he's not playing back to backs and no. it's
0: like not playing back to backs, not playing games during the week. It has to be yeah, Saturday night, yeah, you know. The like sun, the moon has to be full. <laughs> like, come on, man, figure this out. Play, play basketball.
1: You're, you're in the pl- prime of your career. Yeah, what I, are you doing? No question. I don't understand it either because it's just like they've been. Struggling against teams that they shouldn't struggle against so far this season, they lost to the Thunder twice—not once, but twice. Like, there's no excuse for that. A team that's "quote unquote" supposedly supposed to be tanking or supposed to be a bottom feeder team in the West in the NBA, and you go out there and lose to them twice in the same week—like that's that's inexcusable.
0: Speaking of tanking, that's our one of our one big things of the week.
1: Yeah, That's one thing. One
0: thing. Mm. Thunder and the Jazz.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't look like they're mm, tanking. No, they're not,
0: apparently. I best mean, teams in the NBA. <laughs> best teams in the West right there. Yeah, I'm, and least, I'm really yeah. glad. I mean, I bet the Thunder team win total over 23 and a half, and that's looking pretty good right now. You took now. it for the over? I took the over. Okay. I, I'm a big Thunder fan this season. I really like the Thunder. They're we a back on that again? Young, fun team. They might have to be the team of the podcast. You that again? They might <laughs> have to be the team of the podcast because they're fun, man. They're, they've got really young, fun players Paku is really fun and super skinny and tall. He's kind of a freak, and they're going to get Chet Holmgren back next season, and yeah. they're already going to be looking really good. I love Josh Giddey. I love like Josh th- Giddey. it's it's a fun team, and then the Jazz. I don't they're not even like super young. I don't even know if they're like fully rebuilding. It's, it's hard to even describe with that team. Stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like an AU team. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah, like yeah, Utah right. Jazz is like an AU team because they got like Colin Sexton, he'll come off the bench, and yeah. then you got Jordan Clarkson. Their Bryan, dads are all Jordan. taking them home from the game. <laughs> then you got Lloyd Marketing, who's playing lights out this year. Like yeah. he is playing amazing basketball, Lloyd marketing for the Utah Jazz. Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm impressed. I'm definitely impressed. Uh who else is out there for the Utah Jazz has been playing well? Well, I mean, him
0: and Sexton have been awesome to see uh play well together. Like it's it's just a weird you wouldn't have expected to put like Sexton and Lowry marketing together so well. Um because on Cleveland, you know, Larry was fine. Marketing marketing played yeah, well. Yeah, he
1: played well in that, in. But that he's thriving. He's thriving it's like right no, now. He's like a star. Yeah. It's like a budding star for the Utah Jazz. I don't like, understand That's it. something that I'm sure the Utah Jazz did not expect. I'm sure that's something Will Hardy, the new head coach now, did not expect for this team to get off. And I, somebody really need to go check on Danny Ainge. Like, I, I said that once. He's before, struggling. Right. He's like, damn, why are they so good? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty confident that Danny Ainge did not expect this and was hoping to try to have that sweepstakes for Victor Wimbanyama.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, both the Thunder and the Jazz. Could you imagine the Thunder getting Victor Wimbanyama that whole time? team would be the longest, tallest, weirdest, <laughs> freakest team in the in NBA. The NBA. History, yeah, yeah. Like that would be a really fun team to watch. But Thunder are playing well, the Jazz are playing well. It's uh it's kind of a backwards start to the season. It so it really far. is,
1: especially when you say when you say backwards, that's the perfect word yeah. to use. I mean look at the standings. You got the Utah Jazz and you got the Thunder and mm-hmm. the San Antonio Spurs. You cannot yeah, count Spurs. out the Spurs because the Spurs currently Pop. have a winning record too. I think they're like four and two or like five, and five two and two. Like, yeah, they're like not,
0: they're fourth in the West, see, right behind so, the Jazz.
1: See, and then you got teams that are projected to do well, not doing well. Yeah, right. L.A. Clippers not doing well. Nope. You no know another team that's playing well. Yeah, they're Damian leading in the West. The guy I picked for NBA scoring champ, some people like him for MVP. I'm Ooh. just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Being, I don't know how you feel, but – I know, love a Dame He got hurt. You know, He's going to be out like a week or two according, yes. to, according to Shams. But for the most part, looks like a pretty solid team, a team that's trying to not be in that play-in scenario in the West.
0: Yeah, I would love to see Dame win an MVP. I think that would be a lot of fun. And I mean, his team leads the West and not – I mean, it's been Dame, but it's been Shaden Sharp, who's yeah, been really I, good. I, you like
1: him? I love Shaden Sharp. Freddie okay. Simons has been awesome, too. Plan like him. They good. have
0: some really fun role players surrounding Dame.
1: And uh, Jeremy Grant, can't forget about great him. Great addition. Yeah, yeah, that's a great that, addition. Yeah, because he played... With a lot of confidence, particularly against LeBron, when they played, when Portland played LeBron last yeah. week, he was going at LeBron and even finished it. the game winning shot on LBJ. I was kind of, I was kind of heartbroken by that. But yes. you play hard when you play against the Kings, so shout out to Jeremy Grant and the rest of that Portland Trail Blazers team getting it done.
0: Truly wild. Uh, you have a uh, Jimmy Butler. Wild is the note that you have here. Yeah,
1: because you heard what he said. What did he say? Jimmy Butler said. It Don't matter what the record is, essentially, we still gonna win a effing championship, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we know what effing means. But he's saying he said he they're gonna freaking. still win a freaking championship, yeah. right? Uh, okay, <laughs> the two and five, being yeah, they're currently. not looking great, they, they don't look good at
0: all. They look everything that made them good last year has just gotten worse, like the three point defense, the defense in general. Their offense, like everything's just taking a step back. Seemingly,
1: I don't really have a problem with the defense, though. Ben, to be really? honest with you, I I don't because I points like, per game they're out they're like eleventh. They're good, you know. Already, yeah, because they're in the, they're in the mix. They're in mm. the middle, but offensively is where I have Ooh, issues. Yeah. Like Tyler Hero, obviously got the contract this past offseason. We talked about it before. He has to continue to step up and just play more consistent on offense. Same thing with Bam. Bam out of bio. Bro, they need you to score on offense every night. I'm sorry, but 17 points, 8 rebounds in this league, in the East, that's just not enough, man. I just feel like it's just not enough, and it's not going to get the job done for them, especially when you're a leading scorer. It's only 22 a game. So you can't go 22 right. to, like, 17, then the next person is getting, like, 13, 15. Like, that's not going to win you a championship, Jimmy. I'm sorry. it's is not going to happen. You need at least, at least, in today's league, man, you need at least two 25-point scores a game to really be in the mix for a championship. Yeah. Or – Toronto, if you're a team like Toronto, because I know they don't really have that, you better have a lot of guys. Like your first four or five guys got to at least get like 18 points a night. Yeah. It got to be a collective unit like that on
0: offense. 100%. Uh, Let's see some other news. Steve Nash, not the coach in Brooklyn anymore. That's your boy.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's your boy. Talk about free, your boy.
0: Free Steve Nash. <laughs> free the man. He's gone. He's able to explore other opportunities. I'm so happy for him. He You're gets, so happy for him? He gets out of a tough situation. Everybody's Brooklyn.
1: saying that. Everybody's saying they're happy for Steve Nash I'm for so getting happy. fired and losing his job.
0: <laughs> He's happy for getting fired and losing his job because, uh, <laughs> hey, it was mutual. It was mutual. Okay. They said it was mutual. So, uh, I they think did Steve Nash that. wanted to go as much as they wanted him to go. It just – it wasn't going to work out. KD wanted him to start. KD didn't want him to start this season. Yeah, he's like, I'm done with Steve Nash. <laughs> and, then that's, and then it's go, nope, we're going to keep him. And KD down. said, okay, I guess I'll stay. And all of that went well-ish, I guess. And then right, everything ish. blows up. And the team's bad. There's a lot of distractions going on. And Nash, jury's out on if he's a good coach. I would say that. I think there was definitely moments coaching-wise where he could have it been a lot bad. better. It was bad. He could have been a lot it better. It was bad. And I think it was a combination of him being a new coach and a tough situation where he's expected to win immediately.
1: Because of the players you have. And because yeah. of the
0: players you have, and then the players and the whole situation with Kyrie being in and out of the lineup yep. and injuries with Kevin Durant, just everything melding together. James Harden and, coming and going. Yep, and trading for Ben, the whole Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons. So, so like, you
1: got Ben Simmons saga right now. He got more fouls than points. Is, right. And so, like,
0: <laughs> is Steve Nash a good coach? I don't know. I don't know yet. Jury's still out on that one. He didn't show that he could be awesome, but the situation he was in could have been a lot better.
1: I think the next time around, if he does get an opportunity, he has to have an opportunity where he's in a position like a Will Hardy. Yeah, 100%. Where, like, there's no, no expectations, expectations. No Zero. expectations whatsoever, and you got to go out there and show people that you can. you belong in this league in terms of coaching period, because you're a Hall of Famer, obviously, two-time MVP. Like, Steve Nash got all the credentials as a player. Yeah. But now it's time to turn the chapter and see what you can do as a coach. Now that this chapter in your coaching career has closed, when the next one opens, let's see how you progress and how you've have progressed since then.
0: Yeah, 100%. That, he needs to be in a situation. He can grow with the players. The expectations are low. He can figure out what type of coach he wants yep. to be. Uh, I mean, you kind of see it with Jason Kidd a little bit. And He's Jason grown. Kidd and Steve yep. Nash were yeah, always compared to example. each other, right? You so. yeah. Jason Kidd was a horrible coach with the Bucs. And he was on a perfect team, too. He could grow with them. He was on a young Bucks team. There was not a lot
1: of expectations.
0: But he was simply a bad coach. He was, uh, he was solid. He,
1: they, he, they went to the playoffs. I hate when you do that. I no, hate when he, you say Jason Kidd a bad the coach. The problem is he solid. He, was, he put the ball in his hand. He gave him. you know he what I'm did. saying? He did, he, there were some pros and some cons. To Jason Kidd, sure. coach of the Bucks, And if you feel like he had more cons, that's fair.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, what 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 might need to happen to Steve Nash, though, is what happened to Jason Kidd. He gets fired, yep. leaves head coaching, becomes an assistant yep. to a good coach on a good team, or at least a team with expectations, sees how that is run, and then he can go off and do his own program. That might be what happened. needs to happen with Steve Nash. He needs to be an assistant coach first, and then he comes, and now he kind of sees what it's like to be on a coach with a team with high expectations, and then he can coach a team that's I'm the up and out. Yeah, theory. not a
1: player development coach, nothing like that. We hmm. talking X's and O's, yeah. being a lead assistant on a team. That's what you know, Stephen. That might be what have. needs to happen
0: to them. And who knows where the Brooklyn Nets go from here. I heard made Udoka.
1: Ain't that Eme crazy? Udoka. Uh yeah. So what like, the
0: hell is going on in Brooklyn? So, yeah, man? I don't so, like, understand. Emay
1: Udoka is suspended currently or was suspended currently. Not anymore, Boston I guess. Something. So he's he's just and, gonna be able to, to coach and, just like that. Yeah, he just gets to coach. For the Brooklyn Nets, after being suspended for a whole season from the Boston Celtics, but I guess it makes sense though. I mean, because I feel like they were they were going to fire him after the season anyway. He may yeah, he was, gonna be, he, was no he was going to be. There was no he was going to coach because like. The only reason why I feel that way, too, Ben, is because when you look at it, how it was drawn. When we first got the news about Ime Udoka being suspended initially, there was no context to really why he was getting suspended at first. And so it's like when all the context comes out, it's almost, in my opinion, too late to put the foot down and take it a step further and fire him when you already made a disciplinary action before we got the opportunity to find out what was the reasons why. Yeah, because they
0: knew beforehand and they did that disciplinary action based on what they knew anyway. yeah. And no one knew. And then once they knew, they're like, "Oh, this is all like this is all that happened." The Celtics can't take that back and say, "Never mind, you're fired." Yeah, they were just going to wait for everything to calm down, pass by the finals. Hopefully, the Celtics do well. Is that what they were hoping? And exactly. Either maybe they rehire Yudoka if, like, say they get to a title or they get to the playoffs. Yeah. But I think at this point, they were probably like, "Take him. It's fine. Yeah, you got to take fine.
1: him. <laughs> you guys have enough issues. It's all you. <laughs> you guys go ahead." Yeah, we like but, our team. We like where we are. But I think it's a good fit, honestly. Because I feel like if Eme Udoka was able to come in year one and do what he did with the Boston Celtics, mm. a team that was always rooted to have success while Brad Stevens was the head coach, and he comes right in and gets it done and get that team to the finals, I'm not saying that Brooklyn Nets are automatically going to make the finals right now. But I will say that they'll be a better team and they'll look better and you will now see adjustments mid-game throughout the game because we know that's something that we saw last year from eBay Udoka. So from a coaching perspective, it is an upgrade for the Brooklyn Nets and I think the relationship that he has with Kyrie will also be beneficial. Like, it won't be any weirdness going on. It won't be any more distractions about off-court things, anything of that nature. I think they'll solely be able to focus on basketball with those two stars with Kyrie and Kevin Durant and they'll move forward. Ben Simmons though Ooh. yeah i don't know being 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 a good name right now being i'm sorry like no. that's just not a, <laughs> it's not it's not going well it's for the just, yeah the bins ain't really doing too high right uh, now. <laughs> yeah
0: I, simmons needs to figure this out because it's uh giving you all a bad rep he is a man needs to i don't know if it's like because i mean I, i'll give him you know another week or so to get back he hasn't played nba basketball in a while i understand that and he's yeah get back i, and I do things. sometimes forget that, that I, um I forget that. which i understand but Buddy, like you're not helping yourself out here. You know, he looks worse. And yeah, that's it looks a lot kinda, worse. Yeah, that's man, what's, his defense has not even been that good. His defensive rating's not very good. He hasn't really been contributing defensively very well. I just More thousand points. I don't know what happened to him, man. I don't know if it was the yips or I I like I feel Like I don't that's literally what it is, understand.
1: I, like I feel like that's what it is. Like it gotta be the yips. And it's like all mental. It has to be it has all, to mental, be all because mental. Because so the like, physical
0: he's there. The physical parts are there. He's still a young guy, you know, like he's got everything going for him. All the
1: tools. To, to make it happen like so bizarre is it is it really is it's very bizarre
0: uh all right new sort of a new segment um we'll do uh what's trending and
1: ah, ah, yeah we'll that? do is uh, that the sound of, <laughs> sound of oh. <laughs> all right
0: what's trending <laughs> ah, uh let's do uh the lakers finally got their win Lakers got on the board. They got that dub. Took them a while. A lot of memes. A lot of
1: jokes. Yeah, it was really sad. But Russ
0: and company finally got it. And it's Russ and company. Not LeBron and company. It's Russ and company got it. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) LeBron's just there to to score points, be the number one scorer in the NBA, and then that's that's it. it. That's it. He's waiting for the playoffs that probably aren't going to come this year.
1: Well, they hold on now, because all it take is one.
0: (laughs) Now they're going to go on the street? (laughs) Yep. All it
1: take is one. Lakers are back. Lakers are back. It's official. But no, in all seriousness, though, if you Did you see the Lakers win?
0: I did. Did you see how they won the game? Yeah, they looked good. That thing, they looked smooth. The offense was going well. They they were passing well. Like ev- all, Everyone contributed, and it, they looked like a good team that I think is what Darvin Ham hopes for. They, that's like his vision, <laughs> right? It's yeah. like everyone's moving the ball. Everyone's passing. You got the contributors. You got shooting. Everything was
1: going right. So my question to you is, what stood out to you the most in that game? Do you remember? Because I'll, I'll say this. If you don't remember, one thing that transpired from that win was that Russell Westbrook came off the bench Yeah, for the first time in his career. Good for him. That's what he needs to do. He swallowed his pride, and he came off the bench. Now, I'm not saying he's not good enough to start in this league because Russell Westbrook easily can still start on all 30 teams in the NBA, easily. But the issue is... Is that how do you make it work with a, with a player so ball dominant and another player so ball dominant? That was the question going back to last season when they even acquired Westbrook was how they're going to make that work. Two guys who need the ball. Well, now after a year later and a few games into this season, Darvin Ham said, "You know what? We're going to erase all the egos here, I'm eliminate all that. I'm going to just solely focus on trying to win. And if you want to win, Russ, you got to make this sacrifice. I'm going to need you to come off." the bench i need you to do that so it opens up more opportunities for both lebron when he's on the floor and you can be able to do your thing and attack the basket and get other guys involved when you're on the floor
0: and honestly good on him for convincing russ to do that because that's not an easy task And and i don't think russ would have accepted that it would need to take a special type of coach to get him to accept that role and the circumstances surrounding I, he had to have heard everything going on on Twitter about him and his play and everything like that. So I think that surrounded with probably Darvin Ham doing a good job convincing him. It's, he, him coming off the bench is great. That's perfect for what, the, for what for they got Laker going needing, yes. for what he needs too. For the pressure that he um, is under as a L.A. Starter. pressure, yeah, hell
1: yeah, because L.A. pressure is something different from all other 2019 – well, 2018. Well, I don't know how the Clippers – I don't know if that's too much pressure. They yeah, ain't, They ain't got too much winning history. No, but. <laughs> but when you're with the Lakers, you got that yeah, pressure. Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: Um, let's see, what else is trending? I hate this. Joel Embiid equals Aaron Rodgers because of how <laughs> dominant he has been against Chicago. <laughs> 12-0 and 0 against the Bulls. Just absurd. Just, and it's the Bulls have never had a good big man to really counteract him, so that makes sense.
1: I just wanted to throw that out there. It hurts. You know I, I know. I know it that hurts. feels bad. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, it I hurts. saw him tweet. He really posted on Instagram just the words, Aaron Rodgers. Like, Yeah. Man. I was just like, disgusting. wow. yeah, like That's a, that's that, a that, hate that's... crime is what that is. He needs to be kicked <laughs> off Instagram for that. I hate it. That's disgusting. No, I, I just thought it was just humorous because it's like, damn, that's – Twelve straight, like it ain't no on the road at home. It don't even matter. Like they getting the dub. Can't figure Joel out. And B. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel Jeez, it, I mean they got Vucevic. What's up, Andre okay. Drummond? What's up? Yeah, <laughs> sure.
0: Do you hear the names that just came out of your mouth? I'm just
1: saying. I mean, those are the two front court guys that the Chicago yeah. Bulls have. If you see something like that, so now nah, that got to be on the wall, right? That gotta be a, what they call twelve and L. No, a, uh, when they write it on the wall poster a board, material? Yeah, a board, board material, bulletin board material. Yeah, yeah, they gotta put that on the board for next game. Apparently, God. I own you. They gotta just play that Aaron Rodgers. I own you, and just put Joel and B face over it. Like I uh,
0: own you. Just beat the 76ers. <laughs> it's not that hard. Good lord. Uh, Another segment Never will I ever
1: Never will I ever I'm pretty sure you heard of Never never have I ever I have
0: I have heard that one This was
1: never will I ever
0: right. never (laughs) Never will I ever Never will you ever At least this week (laughs) What will you
1: never do I will never bet Jimmy Butler's Point total I would never do that again. He played against Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. I think his point total was only like twenty-two 20 and a half, twenty-one and a half. Yeah. You know what he went out there and did? He laid a fat egg and went out there and only had like <laughs> fifteen points. And I believe they lost the game. They gave Sacramento to Kings their first win of the season. They did. So I was all out on Mr. Jimmy Butler. I never will I ever. <laughs> I like it. I'm trying to think of something
0: I will never ever. You know I will never. What's upset you in the NBA so far? These well, first this two is weeks? this isn't even upset. This is okay. Um, because I, I think I said this either on the pod or I said this somewhere, but I will never discount DeMar DeRozan again. Okay. Because he is playing well All
1: right. for the most
0: part. And is he at the same level that he was last year? He's around there. He's, he's in the ballpark. And I okay. thought he was going to take a huge step back. thought he's a year older. Really? I thought last year was, was a little bit of an outlier what he did. It was just a, mm. a huge season that he had, and env- literally almost an MVP type of season. Yeah. Didn't think he'd be able to double, double up. it up. And he's been great for the Bulls. He really has. He's been, you know, he's 20-plus point scorer a night. Easy. He can he can dish it out. All Defensively, middies. he's always going to be fine. Or middies. But, and yeah, I mean, he's hitting the mid-range <laughs> shot. So <laughs> I am never going to discount DeMarley Rosen again because he has shown that he can continually bring what he brought last year moving on to this year. So I, I thought he was going to be dead, but he, he's not. He's thriving.
1: Yeah, and so now he just needs his teammate to get healthy. When I'm not even speaking on lines, though, because that's the whole thing within itself, Lonzo yeah, Ball. Right. But Zach Levine just got to stay healthy. healthy consistently yeah. with the knee. The I.O. Saying? and Kobe need to stay oh, healthy, yeah. too. Io, Good Lord. Yeah, I saw that, too. I.O.'s out. And Kobe, I ain't got no guard. They might as well just call one of us. Yeah, I don't know. I'll,
0: I'll be out <laughs> for Russo. Up. What's I to p- can put a
1: headband on. That's easy. You got to cut your hair, though. We're we'll Be a just white guy who puts a headband on. That's oh, easy. No, I do need no, to get no. my hair cut. That's true. You'd have to cut your hair. Do no, I going to shave it all off? All off. And you said you weren't going lower than, a two, lower than a three. Lower so. than a three. Yeah, I can't go lower than a three. I would look terrible lower than a three.
0: I have. If, I don't know if you see my head, but it's got weird dimensions on it. God. It's a weird, like, out head. It's not good. About it doesn't work well with hats. It damn sure is not going to work well with a buzzer. I didn't
1: really ever see you with a hat. Either, so that's there's funny. a reason for that. There's a strong reason for
0: that one. I do not look good in a hat. Uh, on the hotline, and again, our mm-hmm. phone lines are open nine seven seven. What's the phone line here? Voicemail. <laughs> he I want to make sure like, 273 <laughs> two seven three nine zero, zero eight nine eight. In there. <laughs> seven seven three two seven three nine zero eight eight. We're on Twitter at points paint. Uh, you can comment on our YouTube videos if you want to do you can uh, subscribe rate and review is the other way to get in contact with Mm -hmm. us give us a review let us know what you think uh but we got and on facebook yeah like you said these comments are from facebook so there's a lot of ways to interact with us we'll play your voicemails or read your text on that 773-273-9088 number Uh, but we got some people who want to talk to us
1: got some mike g on facebook he said and i quote john Morant is the most unguardable player in the league folks Yep, john Morant. According, unguardable. To, according, according to Mike G on Facebook, um, is the most unguardable player in the league. Your thoughts, Ben? I,
0: I don't want to. I, I can't really disagree. I think there's a couple players you can consider unguardable, and Ja Morant is is has to be up there. You have I mean, to get Kevin Durant. Three up there. guys
1: up there that are just like Durant, unguardable. You would say who?
0: Durant might be number one. Okay. Prime Durant is absolutely number one, but if we're talking about prime. right now, like, I, I, hey, he might be I, still. Shit, in prime. Yesterday he was lights out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you guard Durant effectively and consistently. It's like
1: he got a chair in front of him at all times. That's yeah. how I look at it.
0: <laughs> That's, That's how I look at it. it. It's really hard. I think Ja, Ja would have to be up there. Giannis, too. I mean, yeah, everyone know yeah. Everyone here's the thing. I, I was reading this uh, a couple days ago, but everyone knows Giannis is going to be inside. Everyone and their mothers knows Giannis in the paint. He's going to be there. He is going to shoot. Right. He is shooting 85% on his two-point shots this season. 85%. <laughs> they still know what he's going to do, and they cannot stop him. That is unguardable to me. So I would say Giannis, Durant, I think Jaws up there. Okay. I think it's a solid list.
1: That is a solid list. Top three guys unguardable in the NBA, I would probably say Kevin Durant, Giannis, and John Morant. Those yeah. would be the three because you could probably stop everybody else. Yeah. Or our limit I mean, everybody else. Embiid, but Embiid, Embiid, uh, Embiid yeah, can stop himself yeah, a lot. Yeah, yep. Shoot That's too many problem. jumpers. Yeah, get Embiid your big butt himself. down there on the block. And mm-hmm. Score some baskets. Uh, Jokic, I feel like Jokic, Jokic is kind of unguardable. Kawhi when he's healthy. Because he does so many, because Jokic does so many different yeah, things. Jokic so, like, is, that makes him kind of, you know, an unguardable player. Yeah, I would say Jokic as well. Kawhi if, when he's healthy. If you take, how, what do you think of this? If you take the ball away or keep the ball away, from Luca, like out out of his hands. Yeah, how effective is he really? Yeah,
0: no, I I think when you're talking about unguardable, Luca's up there for sure. But he he needs the ball in his hands. Yeah, he's, like he, he needs just him. kind he of a loaf. Ball. Well, if he's not has the ball, he needs to have the ball. And once he does that, <laughs> I don't know how you stop him. Like, he can shoot the three. He can get inside. He can get create space whenever he wants. It's right. unbelievable. So yeah, Luca's up there as well. I mean, Saint jaw is the most. Just, I don't know if I agree with that statement, the most. most, But he for sure top three. three,
1: yeah, one of the most for sure. Yeah, 100%. All right, what else we got? We got Tony Parafoy. You said the Nets Tony. are out there. You said Tony Tony Barfoy said the Nets are out there, the Brooklyn Nets, playing four-on-five with Ben Simmons on the floor. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're totally agreed. Yeah. <laughs> totally what, agreed. what do you say?
0: He's, he's getting cardio? Cardio king? Just getting cardio. Cardio yeah.
1: king running up and down the floor. Yeah, that's <laughs> all Ben Simmons <laughs> that's, is. That's Mr. totally cardio. it. Just all cardio. Because he got more fouls than points, and that's unacceptable, bro, because yeah. you only get six. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, pretty gross. You only, and you average six points. So Good Lord. That's crazy. Come on, Ben.
0: For the Bens, figure it out. You need to be yep. better for the Benz. Be better for, for the, the Benz. I like be that. Be
1: better for the bends. Be better for the Bens. <laughs> I love it.
0: All right. Again, you can contact us 773 273 9088. Tweet at us around Twitter, Points uh-huh. Paint. Facebook is a great way to get in contact in the, the YouTube comments as well. It's oh, great. Yeah. And we're writing stuff too now. Yeah, yeah. Now. You you're writing the stuff. I'm writing, writing stuff. Yeah,
1: you got the NBA bets. You just yeah. dropped that today. Yeah, you know, NBA so, bets are going. So, 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 so make sure you go to watchstadium.com. You yeah. get that article for the NBA's best bets. You can check out my stuff, too, on there, NBA Team Preview, see how I'm doing, if I was right, if I was wrong, ZachBazzerHouse.wordpress.com for all, you know, the Zach Impressive Six every week that comes out on the Points in the Paint podcast Twitter feed. Make sure you check that article out every week. Six things that Zach think is impressive for that week of basketball. That's how we do it. That's how we roll. And that's going to conclude this edition of the Points in the Paint podcast presented by Stadium. And guess what? We will be right back next week.